1: this podcast on 97.3 The Fan is presented by Hummel Casino. Fun above
3: all else. Phone call Friday continues. <laughs> really? <laughs> it was that <laughs> big of a hit in the first hour that I we're going to go with it again? Man. Chris, I mean, Scraby really wants to go phone call yeah. Friday. Today. Well,
0: you know, guess what, Scraby? I think you're working Monday, Tuesday. You can do phone call. <laughs> oh, I plan to.
3: Yes. I Monday and Tuesday. To. Just you can. Open you up can. those
4: phone lines, baby. Um, let them flow. Uh, contrary to popular belief to our lovely listeners, Chris actually does like listener interaction. He's just being a tough guy right now.
3: Tough guy, he said. Yeah, tough guy. Huh. He's shaking I like, his head I yes. Love, I love the <laughs>
4: listeners. I like phone calls. I think
0: phone call Friday is hilarious. PCF.
3: <laughs> Stop it. Um... <laughs> Not John everything Hayman. deserves a, uh, a, a a nickname, a or, nickname a, or a nickname or a.
4: a in initial... my world, you guys know this. It does. Yeah.
3: No. That, that's that is definitely your world. Um, oh, just real quick, we talked about the Royals. Yeah. And you know the,
0: the powerhouse Royals. They've
3: signed Seth Lugo, Michael Walker, Hunter Renfro, Will Smith, the b- closer, bullpen right? guy from the yeah, Braves. That's right. Chris Stratton, Kyle Wright from the Braves. They got Kyle Wright too. They got Kyle Wright in the trade. I don't know that he can lift his arm yeah. up, but <laughs> that's, that's, that's a nice that's,
0: sounding pick. That's also
3: true. Yeah, but the point is, this is a mid-market team. That's trying to do something. That's good trying for them. to do something. Yeah, I can't
0: complain. I wish no. all thirty. What is it? Thirty teams, 30 teams in Major teams, League yes. Baseball. I wish they all tried. Uh, I mean, you know, what is
3: the, what's the Rockies' excuse? They don't have. Well, they they've made it abundantly clear that they're not trying. They don't want to try. No. And the
0: people of Denver, God love you, but stop supporting the team until they try. People go
3: out in droves for that team. I got a lot of respect for the fans in Denver because they come out and support every year, regardless of how bad the team is. There were 10,000 or 20,000 people sitting in that rainstorm last year
0: when the game went 16 innings and took eight hours to play and you got home at five in the morning. (laughs) But there were still twelve thousand people sitting through the rainstorm, and, waiting to see and, and the enjoying, end of that game and enjoying Loving every it. bit of it. Yeah,
3: uh, so that's where we are. By the way, I, I, we told you about the Tyler Glass now Manuel Margot trade. I, I missed one name. I told him. I told you guys it was a prospect, Johnny Ledu or Deluca. Oh yes, Johnny is the, DeLuca. is, the, is right. the outfield prospect that went with Ryan uh, Peppio. And I said this to Chris yesterday. Anytime the, the the devil rays or the the rays excuse me the st petersburg rays st <laughs> petersburg rays anytime they trade for somebody
0: it got, works out a they, lot of they times got for a, them, they got
3: they got they got some some intel on on those cats seems like it works out well for them
0: i would agree with that that's one of the things that keeps them near the top of the standings
3: every year every year without not spending a lot of money spend. yeah no no doubt yeah. uh scrape who we got on the line
4: uh, we have it's at the top of your daily gambit, but oh, we got it? Derek
3: right now. Yeah, you tried to slide it. It's at the top of your daily gambit. No, no, I yeah. wasn't. I
4: wasn't saying that as a. Yeah. I, I was trying to just fit it in there, so you knew. Yeah, okay. Derek, welcome to the show. If you would have paid attention, would <laughs> that's what you really wanted to say. Derek, welcome to the show.
2: What's going on, Aztecs for life, man? How are you? I'm hey, hey, doing good, well. Good deal, Derek. Good. Hey, uh, just a couple of quick comments. One on the Padres, one on the Yankees. Uh, Chris, I want to echo your sentiments. Padres fans, relax. Yeah. There are a lot of baseball teams in the big leagues that would like to have Hassan Kim, Manny Machado, Fernando Tatis, and Xander Bogarts in their lineup. So, yeah. relax. And then on top of that, imagine being like me growing up a Yankee fan where our ignorance, we actually grew up believing legitimately believing that we're going to win the world series every single year. Uh, Yankee fans don't talk about making the playoffs. It's win the world series or the season is a failure. So the Padres are going to be fine. Yeah. They need a couple more arms, um, you know, and, and, and they need another outfielder or two, but they'll, they'll find somebody. They're going to be just fine.
3: That's, that's what I call patience. Ladies and gentlemen, Derek, thanks for the phone call. That is, that is a trip to me though. Like, it's, it's kind of and I think Derek was alluding to it's absurd to to grow up thinking that your team's going to win a World Series every year yeah that that is an absurd thought but it, to, yeah, it to is every, to, to most of us but the thing is that most of the people who you know born in New York and grew up Yankee fans in this era have never experienced that type of winning now if you were born in the early 1900s fine. Chris. In the early 1900s, yes, I would do
0: that. Five. Especially the 20s, babe, <laughs> boy, we were really rolling then. You had murders, not... Row, Bob Mutual, Babe that's Ruth, amazing. Lou Gehrig. That's amazing,
3: we were tough. But that's that. That would be the only era where you should wake up feeling like, oh yeah, we're winning a title. I every don't know year. In the 70s, late
0: 70s with Reggie and them. I mean, they were there almost every year. They were the Evil Empire. They won in 77, 78. They lost to the Dodgers in 81. 80s but then they good disappeared for yeah. a while. Um, oh, came back most with Joe of the Torre. 90s weren't came back good. with Joe Torre was it uh, 96 through 2000? 2000. 2000, yeah. They won four out of six, and nobody's come anywhere close to that no. since then. But the one thing the Yankees have proven over the last 25 years is spending the most money does not guarantee winning. No. If it did, they would win every year, or most every year. So, you know. Scraby mentioned this the other day. I mean, handing the World Series to the Dodgers right now Silly. is erroneous. It doesn't mean that they won't win it. They should be in the hunt for it. But they've been in the hunt for it for a while, and that doesn't always work out.
3: Yeah, no. Again, we, we experienced it for the first time last year.
0: I mean, is it unfair even to even to make this potential uh, you know, forecast? When's the last time Shohei Ohtani ever had an at-bat in a game that mattered?
3: I, I don't think he has. You're right. It's been a while. You don't no, think no, he not has. No, that's been a while. It just hasn't i not mean, happened. I take that back. WBC was probably the last okay. time he had an at-bat yeah. that mattered.
0: There you go. But, I mean, he hasn't had a – he's got no experience at playing in October baseball. Doesn't mean he won't be good. But uh, let's see let's wait
3: you you have, Come to on play, you have to play the games uh, you, that's the one thing we've learned uh yeah. <laughs> in our own experience you got to play the games all right let's go to uh lorenzo lorenzo welcome to the show happy friday lorenzo oh
4: no hi lorenzo all right let's go all right I like well we we'll,
3: we'll, we'll go to one of our favorites uh, here he is go, which one is this yes is this lorenzo he, i know what you know no, 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 i know what going, you're talking we're about we're going to gilberto Get hey a- hey, oh. hey hey look out
5: Look out. Hola muchachos, ¿cómo están? Bien, bien. bien. Feliz navidad, Gilberto. Call... Yes? Feliz navidad. Hey, happy holidays, and 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 I wanted to call you guys to uh, thank you for a wonderful year on the radio. I mean, I've, it, this has the, been the most fun with all you guys talk about all all sports, and not surprisingly. Uh, The demise of the Chargers again, well, Uh, (laughs) what a great year.
3: (laughs) What's on your mind, Gilberto?
5: No, um, what you were just saying, uh, Tony, about nobody wins on paper. uh, The Dodgers have made a lot of moves, and and they have the money to do it. They want want to win, but there's no guarantee that that's going to happen. On the other hand, on the Padres, like you guys are saying, they still have a very good core of players. And at one time or another, they need to bring the younglings, they they need to bring the young guys up to see what they have and then move on from there. Uh, To all the Padre fans, the season hasn't even started. Spring training hasn't even started. Enjoy the holidays and look forward for a, a new season because anything can happen. And that's one of the reasons that I love sports. You may be a favorite, whatever, but you still have to play the games. So I renew my ticket for next year because yeah. I think they're going to have a great product on the field. And whoever doesn't renew it, there's a big line of people trying to get season six, okay? So I just want to thank you guys for a wonderful year.
4: Thank hey, you, Gilberto. We thank you, Gilberto. You're the best guy ever, Gilberto. Chris and I met him. He was great. We did. His the energy is awesome. always at
3: at the top. top S- tier. Same energy in person. Um, Again, especially in baseball, right? It's different than really football and basketball where... You know, the best team is generally going to win. Or in basketball, the team with the best player is generally going well, to the win. Well, the other again. thing about
0: football and basketball is the home court, home field matters means so much. Matters. Baseball, we've already it's, seen it it's fi- it's literally 50 It's fifty fifty, or even flipped a little bit in favor of the visiting team. Yeah, so so
3: that that's just um, it, it, too many variables that that make it difficult. So. The best play best roster on paper will win out. It just doesn't doesn't often turn out that way.
4: I hope you guys didn't say this already, but last year the top three payroll teams were the Mets, the Yankees, and the Padres. We did None not. of them made the playoffs.
3: We did not. Um but that's a good example. How uh,
4: dare you come up with a good
0: <laughs>
3: <laughs> <laughs> The year before that they all got bounced. I mean they got in, but they got bounced. That's Except right. None the, of them won to... any playoff series series, so
0: and all the teams that won 100 games last year we talked about that yesterday get the braves won zero or one game the orioles won zero and the dodgers won zero they went one and nine
4: combined the but, three teams that won 100 games. That just leads my conspiracy, not conspiracy theory, right, but that just go. leads my brain to believe that you play too hard during the year if you win 100 I'm games. No, so, no, no, that do, not, do, that. do not, do not just deny me hard, like that.
0: I'm denying you. Like How, just like okay, that.
4: there is something there with teams that win 100 games and then don't go far in the playoffs. Ooh. Meaning they, they, since they won the 100 games, they had to rely upon their starters a lot more or their bullpen a lot more. There's got to be something there because that's too similar.
3: No, it's called baseball. That's what's there. It's not that there's hundred teams are playing too hard during a regular season. I got to throttle back. I got a Justin Herbert for you right now. <laughs> what you got a Justin Herbert for me? Oh. Yeah, you know oh, what I'm talking f- about. <laughs> you got a broken <laughs> digit, <laughs> digit. Justin yes. Herbert to hand to us. It's in the middle of the hand. I see. Let's take one more before we go to break. John, John, welcome to the show. What's on your mind? John, you there? John, no, right. John, no, John. John's not there. All right, that's it. That is, is, that, is that the end of? Uh, come on, fr- man. Phone we got, call we Friday? got a couple of
4: all right, all right. Big time callers. There. All right, let's go, Richard. Richard, come on, Richard. Richard, come Richard come on down. Down. loves his Padres. Richard, his Richard see
0: that I stuck up for you, man.
5: How you guys doing? We're, We're doing good, doing buddy. Well. We're good. Hey, Chris, I actually grew up in your
2: neighborhood back in the '80s, so I'm very familiar with LA. Unfortunately, I skipped out San Diego, which is a great move for me. Last night's Charger game. When it got to halftime, all I could say was they're going to get 60 points on the Chargers, and sure enough, they did. They didn't disappoint me that way. And guys, as far as the Padres man, we just need some pitching, pitching,
3: pitching, pitching. I don't disagree with you, John. We we certainly Cause... need some of it. The question is, how do we come about some of that pitching? Is it going to be via free agent, via free agency? Is it going to be via trade? I think. There's still time to, yeah. to to kind of sort and all that out. they just did
0: get four pitchers that's in true. the Juan Soto trade. Let's yeah. not completely forget about that. Like we've said, you have to you know, wait and see. But yeah. they do have
4: – they got four
0: arms there.
4: People seem to be really excited. I, I believe it's Robbie Snelling. Yes. He's yeah. a young man that's, that the Padres think have
3: a Turn ton upside. of upside. And, and has pitched well here in the last couple of seasons. He's kind of – flown up the uh, prospect list for the Padres. So that's one of the arms that, you know, could be relied upon. We'll see. Let's get to break. When we come back, Scrape, where are we going? Let's do Daily Gambit. You want to do Daily Gambit? Yeah, we got to
4: review some things. We also have some breaking news about a college football conference.
3: Yeah, Pac-12. Some news just came down. We'll talk about it when we return. Morgan and Chris.
1: Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. All right,
0: Daily Gambit is uh, upon us here for this Friday afternoon get-together, Gwen and Chris. Before we get to it, though, some breaking news from the Pac-12, or what it may now be called for the next couple of years, the Pac-2. Oregon State and Washington State apparently are going to get to hold on to the naming rights of the conference. This according to a story in Bleacher Report. The uh, courts have apparently thrown out. The uh, lawsuit uh, filed by the other schools that are all leaving the Pac-12, who are trying to continue to still have some control of the conference, apparently that's not going to happen. Apparently, Oregon State, Washington State will get to do whatever they darn well please with the name Pac-12 and all the rights that go with it, Tony.
3: Yeah, and a joint statement from Oregon State University and Washington State University's presidents says, we are pleased with the Washington Supreme Court's decision today We look forward to continuing our work of charting a path forward for the conference that is in the best interest of student-athletes and our wider university communities. And so uh, this really started when um, I believe it was the University of Washington put in a uh, – tried to have a temporary stay, and it it was granted at the time um, to uh, basically hash out who would have the the rights at the board – who would have seats on the board. Um, Oregon yeah. State and Washington State contended that everybody who had made plans to lead had already given up their seat well, at the Well, you're now board.
0: in the ACC. Yes. Why should you have a seat ACC, on the Pac-12 ACC, Big 12,
3: and Pac and Big 10. Yeah, get uh, out of my courtroom. And man. so that's exactly what uh, the judge did today in in that ruling. Uh, I'm trying to look for the judge's name. I, I can't find it. But Just make oh, up
0: some name. We're not going to be able to e- call e- you on e- it. E- either, way, <laughs> either way,
3: she basically said... Get out my court! Get out! yes. this uh, I mean, conference uh, is Oregon State's and Washington State's. Yeah, and that's get off good.
0: our show. I think it, you know, just helps pave the way for the Aztecs and others from the Mountain West Conference to eventually join up, yeah, officially, and uh, you know, go forward with the Pac-12, and you know, hopefully. I mean, this is still going to be a couple of years because you got to get through the Mountain West entanglements. But <laughs>
3: that's right, entanglements. Yeah,
0: but hopefully, as soon as you get there, you know, the rest of football, college football, you know, respects the Pac-12 and continues to make it part of the big, major force that's moving ahead. I, I, I tell you what, you know, I don't know that that'll happen. But I
3: played some golf yesterday with some buddy of buddies of mine, and uh, the conversation came up. All most of them are are from San Diego. Um, I, one one of one of my buddies, uh, his name is Rob, is uh, University of Arizona and played baseball there. And Gronkowski. Oh, m- most no, of these guys are no. Not Rob Gron-
0: Gronkowski did play at Arizona. Uh, he did not, play at University not of not Arizona. Not baseball.
3: A lot of these. A lot of people who went to these schools are happy that. Their schools are leaving no, the tradition it's a that long they're way to behind. Go. Yeah, no doubt. And uh, so-
0: especially Cal and Stanford. I mean, that's the one that just boggles the mind. I mean, Arizona at least is going to the middle of the country conference. Right. right. Uh, you can even say USC and UCLA. Most of the schools are in the middle of the country. Cal and Stanford. You're going ridiculous. East Coast. Yeah. You're going to send the great Stanford women's basketball team to Wake Forest and Duke and Clemson all year long? That's just crazy. And, and by the way, hey, I mean, no sense.
3: We, we talked about the the financial kind of burden that, that puts on some of the smaller sports. It wasn't that long ago that Cal baseball was like this close from shutting their baseball program down. I remember that. A- and now all of a sudden, you're telling me you got the funds to go back and forth to the, to the, the East, Coast? East Coast all year long. It just seems it doesn't. It seems counterintuitive. I think for... Cal
0: and Stanford, the rest of their schools, got to get out of that ACC thing, but. I don't know. It's all going to play out, I guess, one way or another.
3: Yeah. Scraby,
0: go to the Daily Gambit, will you, please?
1: Do you like money?
2: I think about money a lot. Gwen and Chris go through the top bets of the day in The Daily Gambit on 97.3 The Fan. And our
4: Daily Gambit is Daily... Wait. Daily Gambit is our... Sports betting segment here on Gwyn and Chris. Please, everybody, gamble responsibly out there. We made some bets last night. Uh, I will say that I'll start with my parlay, and I'll just say none of the legs hit in my parlay. Yeah. So we move. You bet under thirty-five points. That uh, was done quickly. It was done in the second quarter, Chris. Yeah, that was I'm like, they go down the fourteen nothing. I'm like, all right, they'll calm down a little bit. Nope. and uh, Austin Eckler had nowhere near a hundred pl- uh, plus yards he only rushing and receiving. Carries. And then Easton stick through some garbage touchdowns. Anyway, didn't work out. What else we bet on was Devontae Adams in the game last night over under sixty six and a half, and I hope your godson, Chris, is a little nervous after Tony put up 27 points last night.
3: Don't discuss it. You're going to jinx it, man. Don't jinx the game. Oh, guy. I went and Scraped. looked this morning
4: to see what the
3: scores were.
4: And I was like, oh, Tony's out to a good lead.
3: Nah, don't say that, man. Tony's going to
4: win this matchup. Oh, see, you're doing this on purpose now. <laughs> no, no, I'm not. He's Uh, just,
0: you're poking the bear. This is what you do. Then you run in the other direction and you claim that everybody's just being mean to me.
4: (laughs) It's true. (laughs) Over under 66 and a half receiving yards in the game. We all went over. We are all correct. He had 101. Uh, The Clippers played the Warriors last night. Clippers were five point favorites. They ended up winning 121, 113. So they covered you and Tony. Chris chose the Clippers. Um, Shea Gilgis Alexander versus De'Aaron Fox. I really liked this bet. It was SGA. A, it was a choose your own adventure kind of thing, but it was over 32 and a half points, basically. Who's going to score more? We all chose Shea Gilgis Alexander, and it was a lot closer than I thought it was. SGA had 43 points, and De'Aaron Fox had 41 points. So that, is, uh, that was a fun bet, Chris.
0: Yeah, they both uh, tried hard. Yes, they game. did. They they hurt us. That's why. that's yeah, right.
4: Uh, the final one would be the Seattle Kraken against the Chicago Blackhawks. Kraken were minus one and a half on the puck line. Seattle wins seven to one. So Tony and mm-hmm. I win that one. Tony had a perfect 4-0 and day. He's done that many times. Your last two weeks have been pretty good. Yeah. He's doing the worm or something over <laughs> For there. For this
0: week, Tony and Chris are seven and five. Scravy is six and six. As we head into tonight's bets, here we go. Here's one that I, I'm coming. I'm trying to come up with some new, you know, newfangled ones. I
4: like that one you just. And did. And here's
0: one I came up with. Uh, tonight, the uh, losing streaks of the Pistons and Spurs are back on the line. Mm. Pistons are 15 point underdogs to the 76ers.
3: The Spurs get their second crack at this. The huh?
0: Spurs are six point underdog to the Lakers. Here's the bet: Do either of the teams cover the spread? Not do either of them win. But do either of them at least fall into the spread?
3: Spurs will cover. Ah, no, they won't. Because I think I think the last time they played, LeBron didn't play. If I'm a, because a three point game, right? I, I think he's playing tonight. Yeah, so I'm, I'm gonna say he's worth at least three points.
0: All right. So, but but the Pistons are getting 15 points. Not They're not enough. covering. All right. So you're gonna say no. <laughs>
3: You're going to say, neither team covers. No, I think the Spurs will cover. Oh, you do? I do think the Spurs will cover. No. You just said three points. Yeah, yeah, no, you're right. You're right. Your right. They Neither will cover. All I'm right. positive. Neither will cover. I confused myself. Here. All right.
0: Scraby, do you understand the bet? I do. Um, Betting on the Pistons or the Spurs. You got either it. of them win? You got
3: to think bet. one of these teams
4: is going to play well enough to cover Have the spread. Have you seen the Pistons play? I have not, but I, if they've lost as many games in a row, then yeah, I'm gonna say neither covers. You're gonna say no. So, despite oh. trying to talk yourself into yep. it, all right,
0: I've done this three times, saying that the Pistons are due to at some point finish within 15 points of somebody. They you have, have. They ain't due and for they heaven. haven't done it yet. Tonight's tonight. I'll mm-hmm. say yes. One of the two teams covers. All right, uh, here's another uh, newfangled bet. Kevin Durant, Devin Booker, both going up against the New York Knicks tonight for the Phoenix Suns. They both have the same point over and under 26 and a half. So I ask you, which player will score more, Kevin Durant or Devin Booker? Hmm. Scraby. Oh, man, me first. That's a tough one because who knows which guy will score more. That's the idea of a bet, I guess.
6: <laughs> yes.
0: If we knew, we would just of run out bet. and bet on it and make a bunch of money. I'm trying
4: to see what Kevin Durant has done so far this year. 30.8 points a game. <laughs> um, Book it.
3: I'm going to – Devin Booker? Or... No, you just talked about Kevin Durant. I
4: know. I'm going to go with Durant over Booker. Durant over his teammate Booker. I'll go with Booker,
0: just because that sounds fun. <laughs> Tony, what about you? Who do you like I'm here? I'm going with Durantula. Durant-tula. Durantula. I saw a picture of him uh, from his days at Texas. Skinny. You want to see a skinny,
3: young-looking
0: man. <laughs> Find a picture of Kevin Durant at Texas. It's going to blow you away. Uh, all right. Uh, also tonight, UConn men's basketball at Gonzaga. This is a pretty good matchup for a Friday night. Uh Yukon, the game is in which is close to Gonzaga. It's not at Gonzaga's home arena, but it's close. Yukon's favored by 4. Uh, I believe uh I'm up here. I always root for the West Coast here and I'm still down on Yukon for beating the Aztecs. So I'll <laughs> take Gonzaga plus 4. Tony. Yukon at Gonzaga. They're both ranked in the top 12.
3: I'm going to take Yukon. Yukon. They're
4: dangerous. Scrabe, what about you? Uh, I'm going to take Gonzaga because they are in the vicinity of their home. Gonzaga. All right, Portland State at USD
0: tonight. Mm. Portland State is 8-2. and two. The Toreros are undefeated 6-0 and at home. Portland State is favored by two points in this game. Interesting. Tony Gwynn Jr.? Who do you like? Portland State minus two, or are you going with... The Toreros. Who doesn't like to go with? I'm gonna go with the
3: Toreros. Go with the Toreros
0: plus two. All right, Scrappy. I'm gonna go with the Toreros as well that plus boy. two. Yeah, Chris. I need to pick up
4: ground. I'm taking
0: Portland, Portland State. State I the Vikings.
4: It. Oh, I, oh, the Portland Pilots. Yeah, yeah. Portland's yeah. the Portland Pilots. Pilots. Portland
0: State's the Vikings. One last one. College uh, football bowl season starts tomorrow. The L.A. Bowl. Is obviously the Jimmy play. Kimmel L.A. Bowl? Yeah, it was for a while. I don't know if it is anymore. But it, it will be played in Los Angeles, as a, the uh, title may suggest. <laughs> the two teams are UCLA and
4: Boise State. UCLA's favored by five and a half, Scraby. Uh, I'm going to have to go UCLA. Boy, I'm surprised that Boise State even made it to a bowl game. They had a tough year, didn't they? Uh, they rallied, and they ended up winning the Mountain West Conference Championship. I'm going to go with
0: UCLA. Still so. stay with UCLA.
3: I'm going with the Mountain West, baby. Not a boy. Tony. Boise, you know Boise.
0: Boise is correct. Uh, you know I will never bet on Chip Kelly for as long as I live. <laughs> Boise State Broncos. Yes. All right, there are our picks. We will uh, be back all together on the show sometime in January to break January second. Yeah. Scraby, maybe I can give them to you. You can break them uh, down the results on Monday.
4: Yeah, I guess maybe we should tell everybody our schedule now that we're talking about it. But we. Scraby's Monday, making me come
3: in on Monday.
4: Yes, I'm making Tony come in on Monday. And I was like, <laughs> and you know what's funny about that? Him
0: asking you to come in and you just feeling compelled to do that. I do. I, I don't want to leave my guy As hanging. If, thank As you. if Scraby can make you do that.
4: <laughs> no, I was like, you're going to be in there, right? And you're like, ah. <gasps> I was about. Oh, yeah, I'll be he, in scraped. He guilted me into coming in. on Monday. Um, well, we're gonna have a great day on Monday, Tony and I. Chris is gonna be. I off. can maybe join are, you. I don't know what time. Uh, Let no, me look. I, <laughs> no, I want to see. <laughs> I want
0: to see. I love are, talking with are, you guys.
3: Are, are, are you gonna? Are you gonna take a man of the whole show on Monday? Is it gonna? Sure. If you would like for me, if for
4: me to to do the whole show, I'm just gonna, ins and outs. I, I want to be. I want to be the sidekick
3: on Monday. Okay,
4: that's fine with me. I, I'm, I'm. I'm gonna a, prepare myself. I don't
3: know if I can do the board like you, but oh, no, you're not gonna run the board. But but I, I want to <laughs> chime in like you do. Maybe I'll oh, be gosh. the conspiracy theorist oh, get this, that day. Guys. Tourettes.
0: <laughs> get this, guys. What, Chris? We check into the hotel in Florida Monday at two fifteen Pacific time. Also, oh, he can wow. get in.
3: I could sneak in. Yeah, I, th- I think I think it needs to happen. All right,
4: here here it is. Here's how, you can, Here's yeah. how you can sneak in. Here's how you can sneak into the show. What? You do the good, bad, ugly. That's your job. And well,
3: come I'll on the do show? that,
0: but I want to be on the show.
3: If I'm going to be, that is on the show. No, he wants to be on the show. Scrape. Okay, all right. Well, I, that's I, right. The
0: Monday show only goes until four, yeah Monday night four
3: thirty. Yeah. yeah. Oh, then I'll yeah.
0: I might be a little late, but I'm going to be here. i on, on Monday. It, baby. He's on there. I'm going to be on Monday. This so, wasn't part I, of so the So Monday decided.
3: is our last day together.
0: That's right. We're going to be on together Monday. We'll have a daily gambit. We'll have good, bad, and ugly. We'll probably have phone call Monday. <laughs> Am, I, am I still in leading the show? <laughs> yes. yes you lead this the is show. your show, baby. It'll be your show Monday. That'll be kind of the thing, but we'll both be here.
4: Okay.
3: Yeah.
0: <laughs> Sounds good
3: to me. You can <laughs> um, even, you, if, if you, you want to make are... a special open, you can call the show Scraby and Friends. Hey, you know you do opens as as good as anybody. Yeah, but not for one. Day. Not for one day. Welcome <laughs> <Not laughs> everybody to Scraby and Friends. Hey, Scraby's face just is completely red now. For those who aren't looking on uh, YouTube, YouTube right now, Uh-oh. Uh, the anxiety has kicked in since this has become well, his show sudden, on I, Yeah, no, all of a sudden things <laughs> went really crazy, this. But
4: I will definitely do it Friday or uh, Tuesday of next week. It's going to be Sammy and Scraby. Sam Levitt's going to be with me for the full four hours, and then we're off from that Wednesday to January second. The first day we'll be back. Okay.
0: All right. Well, All right. We still have a lot of good work to do here yes, Today we oh, So geez. we'll take a break When we return it's our countdown Friday countdown Topic still to come on Gwynn and Chris
3: 3.40 on the clock Tony Gwynn Jr. Chris Sello. We got a countdown And of course Since it's the uh coming down to one of our last two shows of the year well it's all changed now I, mean, <laughs> the I said, last, last I, said I said one of our last two shows of the year the whole the whole schedule
4: we've been talking about for like six weeks has now changed
3: yeah well you know sometimes you gotta have uh you gotta be able to, to adjust on the fly
4: we like to uh we like to be with you scrape and I appreciate that guys you got
3: it yeah um countdown we will be doing the top if we can come up with if... it. <laughs> <laughs> Top five sports moments of 2023. Yes. <laughs> Indeed. Uh, so before we do that, uh, let's check some traffic and then I'll kick it to Scraby.
2: It's now time for Gwen and Chris to rank their top five of the day. Going to grip and rip as usual. But
4: this isn't just a
2: regular top five list. I love it. It sounds sadistic, but I love it. This
1: is The Countdown. And it starts right now on 97.3 The Fan. All right.
4: So, we are going to do our 2023, as Tony said, Top Sports Moments or Stories and I'm going to go first. This was actually, when we came up with this idea yesterday or today or whatever it was, we thought it was going to be easier. There have been some sports stories, but not any that are, like, really that big to us. Really? So I'm curious to Wait till hear. you get to me. I was going to say, I'm curious You know, to Chris hear. has got like, a good memory, so. I got some really big ones. It's like a glue factory won the, the Kentucky Derby. All right, I'm
0: going to come over there and whack you. (laughs) All right. Number five. It's going to be recorded on YouTube, and I'm going to go to have to spend two weeks in uh,
4: the clink. The who? Yeah, the The clink. clink. All right. My number five is something that has taken the world by storm, and that would be the Taylor Swift Travis Kelsey love. Number
0: five sports story of the year.
4: The Travis, love triangle, Kelsey, and <laughs> or not the love triangle, but the love connection. I I mean, this Never has seen. been one of the biggest stories of the last four months is this relationship. And these necessarily aren't my favorite stories, but these are the ones that are biggest to me. And that one has dominated my headlines. Dominated. Okay, Swelcy, my number Swelsea? five. Swift, Kelsey.
0: Oh, Swifty. my
3: lord. Chris? Uh,
0: All right, you guys are going to change your countdown right now because you're going to hear my number 5 story. But it happened on March 26, 2023 at approximately 2.20 in the afternoon. I know what he's talking A about. whistle was blown. A foul was called. San Diego State's Darion Trammell stepped to the free throw line, knocked in the second and two free throws. Moments later, the San Diego State basketball team was in its first ever Final Four. I pretty much lost my mind. I don't know that I'd ever been so happy. Little did I know I'd even be happier than that a couple of days later. But that's my number Man, five that's story. only
4: your number five?
0: Getting to the final four. That is... The that's,
3: that's as legit as it comes right there. Yeah. yeah. F-
0: I, I, I had forgotten this, Tony. He missed the first free throw. Yes, he did. He had to make the second one. I mean, you talk about one free throw for everything? that's not easy to make I don't care who you are but he knocked it in and uh, remember they threw the long pass down the court Creighton did the referee ruled time and run out the Aztecs were into the promised land and right, that's my five Tony? number
3: five number five uh I'll start with the pots uh, and it's the season that they had in 2023 is got to be in our top five biggest stories I think as we talk Oh. Did a new story just pop up? Uh, literally, a trade just happened for oh. the Padres. Oh, it
0: did. Yes. For the Padres. This might be your number five is story. Is this it?
4: Is this a big one?
3: No, this is not part of the story. But here's here's the deal. This came from the Padres themselves. Uh it says the tweet says, We have acquired Drew Campbell from the Atlanta Braves in exchange. For Matt Carpenter, whoa, Ray Kerr, and cash considerations. Matt Carpenter?
0: Somebody took him in a trade? <laughs> yeah,
3: They were so able good. to get rid of that money? They got rid of it. Wow. I, I, I'm a guess is Ray Kerr, the, the hard-throwing lefty, uh, probably was the target in the deal. But they get a veteran in Carpenter. They get some cash. I got to look Drew Campbell up. I'm, I don't, I, I, I'm not, I'm not uh, familiar He's with him. He's an her. outfielder.
4: He plays I, right field, center field, and left field. Okay. It's 5'11", 180. Where's Did he, he where, make the major leagues last where, year? No, his highest rank is AA.
3: Okay, so he's
4: a young guy. Uh, last year, he in AA, he had 78 games. He had 254, nine home runs, 30 RBIs on OPS 712. Wait and see. Hey, if he could... Honestly, all they need is for someone to hit better than Trent Grisham, right? Yes. It's okay. Yes. But Drew AA Campbell. is not the big
0: leagues. So, no, but... I I mean the to me I mean off the top the thing here is just getting rid of 8 million dollars off your off your books off your books that gives you some more some more room some more to play room. with some more All right where room. was
3: that a Padres number 5 story I, I, yes, for you Yes they um we we I remember the uh fan fest it was an epic fan fest literally more people than I think you can imagine being at a fan fest we Talked about oh, winning yeah. championships, and then oh, I know why you
0: like this day so much because you were being led around with security, yeah. parading oh, you through yeah, the pope mobile. First,
3: first of all, I never said I liked the day. I just said he had the pope mobile. I was just bringing it up <laughs> to kind of bring home why it's the number five story, and then the Padres obviously end up finishing what two games above five hundred? Two games That's in. Two games above five hundred, missing the playoffs. This is probably. That probably is probably the most disappointing season in Padre history.
0: Yeah. That's number something. four. Yes, that, that is saying something. My
3: number four is
4: it's a media story, but it was the baseball TV thing that happened in the, in the middle of the year. Like,
3: oh, yeah. Like the all, teams. Of,
4: all of a sudden you're watching a new channel. You have a new production company. But I felt I mean, that was pretty crazy. This whole thing that happened with TV.
3: I, I can just give you a little piece of because we were in New York. Playing the Yankees when word started to kind of get around that, you know, and I was scheduled to do an interview for Padres POV like Mm. that day. And I remember uh, talking to, I can't remember who I was talking to. And I was like, listen, if they end up making their payment, we'll do the uh, POV if they don't. You're off, oh, man, <laughs> and I was off the rest of the season at that point. So yeah, that was a big deal, and it's probably going to be a big story in 2024 because there's going to be it's going to come up again. It definitely is, Chris. Your number four. Uh, my number four
0: sports story of the year took place in September in New York City, and it was the brilliance of Novak Djokovic winning his. Record 24th Grand Slam Tennis Tournament. This finished off a year in which Djokovic won three of the four Grand Slam titles. And I was looking him up, guys. His all-time career record in the four Grand Slam tournaments is now 361 wins, 48 losses. At the top level of his sport, he wins 88% of the time over the years. I mean, he might be the greatest Not just the greatest tennis player of all time. You might have to start considering him one of the great athletes of all time. Mm. A phenomenal season for Djokovic. That's my number four.
3: Number four on my list goes to the NBA in 2023. And a few months after signing uh, a five-year, $194 million deal, Ja Morant was suspended There's indefinitely. No oh, man. And this was the second suspension, right? They had the the, the strip club situation where he was toting a gun and then he was kind of, you know, suspended for a brief time in that and then on May 14th the uh, NBA suspendedly at that point after uh after he had looked – uh not David Stern. After he looked at Adam Silver yeah. in the eye and told him he would make a change, a few weeks later, he was doing the same thing. And he is just now, I believe, about to come off a suspension here for the Grizzlies. And this was, you know, this we're moving into, this is a di- completely different season. Yeah. But this was a big story at the time. People were, weren't sure he was going to be able to play basketball anymore.
4: Yeah, that was definitely a big story. Interesting to see forgot. if he can uh, just keep it together now yeah. when he gets back. Number three. My number three 2023 sports story is going to be the San Diego State National Championship run. It was really fun. I remember going to Senor Grubby's and broadcasting from there that one day, and we were watching that uh, Final Four game. It was just incredible. But obviously, having San Diego State in the National Championship is definitely a huge sports story in 2023.
0: Chris? Uh, all right. Number three for me is the uh, women's national championship game. Uh, women's oh, college yeah. basketball starting to get on the Map. And I mean, this was a, a game between Iowa and LSU that LSU ended up winning 102 to 85. It was kind of a historic game. Uh, we all remember Angel Reese uh, clowning uh, Caitlin Clark, but it, it was just a huge step forward for women's sports in this country and the way women's college basketball is now perceived. Number three.
3: I mean, you could argue that it's been a huge. Year in women's sports in general, right? right? Not only is NBA, the WNBA and college women's college basketball, but the investment in, in women's sports now is higher than it's ever been. We saw that in that new TV deal for uh, the NWSL. Yep, it's good. It's all good. All good. Is it me? Yep. It's you? number three. Me. Number three on my list. And when it first started, Scraby was dialed in, and he has fallen off of the news train um. as it pertains to. the Live Golf versus PGA Tour. Yeah. It forced people to pick sides early. I, feel, I still think people have picked a side, but the side that most people have picked doesn't have as much money as the other side. <laughs> it doesn't. And Live is just tacking off dudes left one by one, left and right. Um, this is a, still a developing story because although PGA Tour still has the views, they don't got the money. And they are... About to hop in bed with a bunch of people, including the folks who run Live. Yeah. uh, About to hop in bed with them. So we'll see how this goes. But this was a huge story when you started seeing some of the biggest stars in the PGA defect and head to live.
4: Yeah, definitely. I just don't care. When money becomes the... When money becomes more of a headline than the actual sport, that's when they lose. Scrappy just doesn't want to believe that that's all happened, but it is happening. Number two. Yeah, that's why I clicked the number two. It is happening, though. Go. It makes me sad. It's your turn, buddy. makes me sad. Padres Downfall is my number two. It was a long and arduous year for all of us. A testing year for all of us did not go anywhere near where we thought it was going to go, but... That's all I got to say about that, Chris.
0: Uh, my second uh, most memorable moment of uh, 2023 was uh, Lamont Butler's game winning shot that sent the Aztecs into the national championship game to beat Florida Atlantic 72 to 71. No fooling, guys. It happened on April the 1st. <laughs> yeah,
3: you I remember? remember that. I was in a oh, San Diego State, Jersey. Oh, yeah. The
0: sh- yelling the, at the, of, <laughs> the shot of you celebrating made
4: ESPN. <laughs> yelling at the
3: TV. That was amazing. Oh, yeah, and
4: then that guy said um, that San Diegans are fake fans. Remember that? And we had Damon oh, yeah. Mandelaro yeah, on the yeah, show. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, he had, right. He had to come in and, and right kind the of fix that one yeah. a yeah. Bit. Yeah.
3: Uh, Number two on my list, and it, and it connects to what Chris just talked about, and it was the college football movement. And how it connects is I remember really thinking at that time, San Diego State was in the driver's seat. They 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 could pick their conference at it. this point, right? Yeah. And then a few months later, you, the rumor hits that USC and UCLA are going to depart and then everybody departed. And it really changed I think the outcome for San Diego State. Now, it, it could end up benefiting them in the long run, but at least initially, it had it kept them stuck in the Mountain West and I you remember the the kind of snafu that happened with them maybe exiting, not exiting depending on who you ask it all had connecting pieces once that Pac-12 really disbanded it really, I think kept Aztecs right where they were because there was nowhere to go at that point
4: yeah, it did Number one. Quickly, I'll just say my number one story of the year was Brock Purdy in the NFC Championship game because, (laughs) and and quite honestly, I don't know. That's a highlight for you? No, (laughs) I never said these were good stories. These were the big stories. But um, I don't think I've ever seen a game that went – into like emergency, emergency, emergency quarterback territory where Christian McCaffrey's literally taking snaps on the sideline. Yeah. That was insane. And to have it happen in the NFC Championship,
3: because, yeah. he was taking snaps. Chris, on the number sideline. one.
0: My number one thing, you were there, Scraby, oh. uh, something even better than Lamont Butler, and that was the Aztecs beating Alabama. Oh, yeah. I, I
4: mean, I was bawling. I was he so cried, excited. remember, though. And if you don't believe how excited I was, That's you can look right, it up because Scraby was shooting video of me. And I got in a lot of trouble from people. They said I was being super mean to you, and I didn't mean. To be. My, no, you just didn't get it. Mine's
3: is also that Alabama game at number one. Oh, was I the most amazing I drove moment. from, I think, surprise. Uh, after a game, Jesse and I drove down to go catch a, a Oh, the yes, rest you of the, got the to second see half it of the on game. The, on the, at the sports bar. And we both watched it at the sports bar. He, not even a, 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 an Aztec fan, loved it. That's my number one.
4: Chris versus fans up next 833 0973.